I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining us by phone from Dover is Tracy Miller, the board president of the Schwartz Center for the Arts. Tracy, we haven't had uh, the Schwartz Center on for quite some time, so it's great to be able to feature the Schwartz as well as you. Welcome. Well, thank you, Paul. Hello. Thank you for having me this morning. I'm so glad you could join us. Um, now, you're relatively new to the Schwartz Center, uh, so we'll we'll talk about your your uh, coming on board. But first, let's, uh, for our listeners' sake, uh, hear a little bit about uh, the Schwartz Center and and what it's a uh, little bit about its history. Oh, great! Yeah, the, the Schwartz is an amazing place. It has a very storied history here in Dover. Um, from the late 1800s and its opera house beginning, um, it then turned into what's called the Capitol Theater. And it actually was a movie theater from the early 1900s, 1904, through the 80s. And the Swartz family owned it, and they were the premier uh, movie theater here in town. We had two, um, but you came to the Swartz Center to see the newer movies, to, to get dressed up and to, to have fun. And you brought your quarter, and Mariel Swartz greeted you at the door and um, took your quarter, and you got a box of popcorn with a star on the bottom of it. And um, during, the, during the movie, they would call a number, and you looked under your popcorn box, and if you had the number, you got to come back the next weekend for free. Now, the, so. you you mentioned Muriel Schwartz. I remember meeting her late late in her life uh, in the uh, at the Everett Theater in Middletown, and the the, the Schwartz the Schwartz family had. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, the Schwartz family had uh, sort of connections to several uh, theaters throughout Delaware. Really interesting uh, supporters of of the arts in Delaware. Oh yes, they. Yeah. Uh, I think at one time they owned up to like five, three to five theaters in the area. Her father was very committed to the local uh, theater-going public, if you will. But uh, they, they were very much committed to the area, and she was very much committed to Dover, even into her later years. Um, she and her stepmother lived here in town until they both actually passed. Um, so her house sits on Silver Lake, and unfortunately there's just a fire there. But, um, yes, yeah, she was absolutely committed to the city, um, she gave the money and she gave a, a good amount of money in the late 1990s to do the uh, revitalization on the building. And so, I, I believe the Short Center in its current iteration reopened around about 2004. Is that right? About um, actually, I believe it, it was uh, October 19th, 2001. Oh, okay. Okay. So 2001. So <laughs> yes, it, um, they, it, they took a couple years to do the rehab on the building. It was uh, up until then, it was known as the Capitol Theater. Mm -hmm. And uh, once they uh, redid the entire entire place, they renamed it the Schwartz Center for the Arts. Okay. Now you've been on, uh, you've been board president for how, no, how long now? I was seated officially uh, last May, May of uh, 2016. We were uh, seated as an advisory board about six months before then. So mm -hmm. my board and I have been in existence working together as a group since December of uh, 15. And I know you've been going gangbusters since then, and, and uh, I, my guess is probably uh, investing more time than you initially anticipated. Oh, gracious, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have. We've been working. You know, I have this amazing uh, bunch of folks working with me. There are um, 14 of us on the board, and 
we have just been working nonstop. We all firmly believe in the theater. We firmly believe in arts in Dover. We firmly believe that there's a place for us here. And uh, we just have to kind of bring the community back to the community theater. So we've been working nonstop on that. Um, our first order of business when we were seated in May was the United Way's Do More 24 campaign we hosted here. And we, as an entity, the Schwartz, raised more money than any other nonprofit that day in the state of Delaware. So um, I got some people gunning for me this year, but I, I, I'm, I'm just very confident we can do the same thing this year. Uh, when when June first rolls around, so can you speak to the the mission of the Schwartz Center as it relates to both performing arts and as a community, you know, uh, asset? Oh my gosh, yes. We um we as a board thought one of the most important things that we could do was to really take a look at everything from start. So we have just completed in the last um, probably. Six months, I think it was August, we completed a new complete strategic plan, as well as creating a new mission statement. And our mission statement now states that we are committed to enhancing the quality of life for our diverse community here in Dover by providing arts, education, and entertainment. So we have a hugely diverse community here in the city. We're a small city, but we, we boast a very diverse community. And one of the things that we wanted to make sure folks knew that we were committed to the well-rounded arts, the, the arts, whether it be fine arts um, and, and working with the bigs, to educational work. You know, we have so much music education we can do, so much arts education, theater education, as well as the entertainment side of it, as well as having live music and ballet and theater and, you know, comedy and all of those things that are out there for the plucking for for Kent County particularly. But um, just to be able to touch on all of those arts, everything involving arts, to make a well-rounded city, um, so we had a lot of room to work <laughs> here. We had a lot of room, uh, room to work, but a lot of work to do. So uh, we've really been we've really really been working hard. We had our first community fundraiser back in February, February 11th, and that went really well. It was completely driven by the community, and um, we had our first lip sync battle here at the Swartz, and uh, we raised about sixty four thousand dollars. Um, for the Swartz Center, uh, and I'm so excited about that, and we're already working on next year's, February 10th, the second annual Swartz Center for the Arts battle of for the Lip Sync Battle. And I, so, under- I understand that was ex- a very well attended last year. Yes, we yeah. had a full house, full, full, full house. <laughs> yeah. Now, you've, you've mentioned the community. Um, uh, Dover is not unlike many state capitals in that so much of its energy and activity revolves around uh, the activities of the government, uh, which you know closes up in the late afternoon. Uh, the legislature is not in session for several months a year. How do how does the Schwartz uh, uh, work with that in sort of reaching out to communities that are there for the workday but not necessarily? you know, in the evenings or weekends? Certainly. We, um, we are actually looking at that uh, very closely. We're, um, what, we, what we're really focusing on is, is using this building 
as much as we can use it, not just on the weekends for entertainment and, and, you know, special events and that sort of thing. We're really looking at how we can bring the community to us, giving them spaces. And one of the, and one of the ways we do that is we're, we're open for rentals. So we have, um, during the week, we have business rentals here who use our facility for meetings, uh, for parties, for like um, Deva was just here, the Delaware uh, Volunteer Association, for their big uh, big meeting for uh, their quarter meeting. We have uh, meetings every Friday for um, Network Solutions, which is a networking group in the area. We hosted several many uh, Christmas parties for you know, Chesapeake Utilities was one. But we're looking at how we can best benefit the community during the day how how we how we remain relevant and a a community an active community member and um and one of that is reaching out to leg hall and saying you know we're here if you want to just walk across the street and come have your human resources meeting here that's fabulous let's do that you know we offer everything we have um a full catering license so um although we don't have a kitchen in-house we can bring in any catering you may need we are we're looking at you know hosting you know anniversary parties birthday parties we're showing movies again so i'm looking at hosting a midweek uh the capitol theater um senior series movie uh series for our seniors in the community so they don't have to drive at night to come see a movie um so that's in the works i'm going out for granting for that you know, just making us relevant during the week. Um, we're looking at a, uh, a series called, um, it's either going to be uh, Capital Lounge Live or Dover Live, and that's every third Thursday bringing some local musicians in to play, giving them space to play, um, all trying to figure out the balance and fundraising and keeping the building open and, you know, it's like any other old historical building. It needs a lot of work constantly. So just finding that balance of, of like every community theater in the country trying to survive as well as doing, you know, great programming and, and great space use. Absolutely. Now, could you speak to uh, some of the actual spaces uh, that are available uh, to organizations interested in using your facility. I mean, the theater itself, the auditorium is is just spectacular. It's oh, it's yeah. really beautiful. Maybe. But the, you have quite a diversity of other meeting room spaces that uh, you know the general public may not be aware of. Sure, we have, and we've worked really hard on our website, so folks can certainly go to SwartzCenter.com and take a look at pictures as well. Um, we have a ballroom upstairs that, that seats 75 comfortably in terms of five-foot round tables. It has a hardwood floor. We have a proje- projection screen in there so we can do meetings and, or, or parties or um, any of that nature. We have a small gallery, which is quite intimate uh, for smaller meetings of, you know, 15 or 20 folks uh, or less. We then have a large meeting room on the second floor with uh, floored, almost floor-to-ceiling windows um, looking out on State Street. And, uh, you know, we have a great deal of meetings in that room. Uh, folks just like the light. They enjoy meeting in that room. That room also holds um, very comfortably 65 people in a meeting setting. Or, um, you know, both all of these rooms can certainly hold more in a standing situation like a cocktail party or what have you. 
but we have a full liquor license as well. So we have, if you have a party here or a business function in which you, you would like to serve alcohol, we do that for you as well. We have certified bartenders. We have full bar, beer, wine, alcohol. Um, we can bring food in from wherever you'd prefer. We have a, a, a list of, desi- of uh, our premier caterers that we use. Um, but uh, we're also, you know, available for the entire building. So you can come in um, for a really good rate um, and, and rent the entire building for the day. So you could, your business could come in, have a cocktail party, show a movie, you know, uh, use the entire building. So it, or just one room for an hour. So we're pretty flexible and versatile. That's that's great. I, I want to get into uh, uh, some of your upcoming programming, but first I need to remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest joining us by phone is Tracy Miller, the board president of the Schwartz Center for the Arts in Dover. Uh, Tracy, let's let's get into uh, some of the upcoming programming you have uh, since you've uh, come on board in the last year. Uh, the Short Center has been uh, much more uh, proactive in getting a range of programming, both uh, outside uh, uh, pro- uh, programs as well as as local uh, programming. So uh, let's hear about some of that. Oh, absolutely! I'm really excited. We, uh, my staff and I, have worked really hard on getting. Um, more diverse programming in. Um, what we've done is we've gone out to the public. We've asked what they'd like to see, how they'd like to participate. We did a, a, a survey that we released and got some really amazing feedback. And um, so what we're doing is utilizing that feedback to go out and, and get some programming in. And um, right now we're completely solidly filled through June, which makes me very happy. And we're doing everything from, we have an amazing quartet, um, quintet actually, coming from Ireland on March 10th. Um, and it's Kalanawea, and uh, they're very popular uh, with the college scene and young uh, millennials who want to hear live music. And we're going to bring them in, and they're going to give a, a spectacular show. And afterwards, we'll have a little meet and greet with them after uh, their show. And then right after that, for um, for uh, St. Patrick's Day, we'll have uh, Rhythm of the Night back, which is our a hugely popular show that we had in uh, for the Irish dancer uh, community. And they'll they packed the house the last time they were here. And man, what a fun show that is! It's fabulous. And then on the thirty first, I'm really excited. And this is brought. We were able to bring uh, this band. Uh, into the Swartz with the with the help of Mid Atlantic Arts um, grant, and it, we're bringing in the Bumper Jacksons, and they're a Mid Atlantic band that I just adore. They're just so fabulous. They have some great musicians. Um, uh, the the front person is she's a, a clarinet player from New Orleans, and her husband Chris is a fiddle player from Appalachia, and they play amazing Americana music. That he um, I believe he has a a master's degree in music education, so we're going to take him into the schools here, do some master classes that night, that Friday night, the thirty first. They're going to come do a show for us. You can you can take a look at them at the website. They're just fabulous. I, I'm so excited. They'll move from us. They'll leave Friday night and drive out into Tennessee for Mountain Stage uh, on Sunday. So I'm just really excited. 
And then the rest of uh, March, we have our community players in. We have um, for the 17th and 18th, right before the Rhythm of the Night show on Sunday, we have Susicle the Musical. And that's St. Thomas More High School putting that on. They come every four years and and come to the, our stage and do Susicle. We're really excited. Matter of fact, our school show is sold out and has been. Um, then we have the Music Man by the Children's Theater here in Dover. And they're going to do um, two public shows and a, and a school show for us. And then we get into, you know, Gosh, then we get into uh, April, and we have an amazing gospel program coming up the day before Easter. We have five music, uh, just two national uh, two national players, gospel uh, singers coming in with three locals filling out that show. It's going to be fabulous. That's already selling. We have... Um, we have Technicolor, uh, gosh, there's so many, Civil War, the musical, that's another one. We, Tommy Staley is directing this. It's going to be fabulous. We have two weekends um, of three shows. It is going to be amazing. I just can't wait to see this. I get to, to watch it, uh, you know, growing and happening, and they're just doing a, a fantastic job. Um, then we have a Steely Dan tribute band cover uh, cover band coming in called Technicolor Motorhome. They're going to be here in May for Dover Days, old Dover Days. Um, and we have uh, uh, Saul Knopf with songwriters and storytellers coming in. They're going to play. He's going to do our Capital Lounge series, help us out up there in the ballroom. So it's going to be a small, intimate gathering of, you know, between, you know, 50 and 100 people probably up there. And if he wants more, we'll move him into the, the big theater. Um, then we get into June with Mrs. Delaware. Um, she came to us, the lady who owns the pageant, and said, we would love to have it here. It's an amazing um, venue. So we're hosting the Mrs. Delaware pageant. And then we get into, um, we're bringing Alive 55 and Kicking back at the end of June which sold out in September two full shows, which is a national show. So, you know, we're looking at every bit of, um, you know, of the community and what they want. We have Robin Hood, the children's theaters, coming back for that in May. Um, we're having a, a, um, a local dance performance, uh, which is a rental of the space, actually. And they're coming in and doing this huge dance, variety dance show, in um, in um, in May, so it's just really exciting. I I I I look at our schedule and I'm like, we have something for everyone, and we're planning out movies for you know uh, to show in between all those times. So well, you can come to the Swartz and and sit down and see a movie and and take a beer and and a bag of popcorn into the theater and and watch a movie. I, I really have to commend you on, on the variety of programming. Uh, you mentioned earlier, we've got a couple minutes left. You mentioned with sure. the Bumper Jacksons, I believe it was, uh, some support from Mid-Atlantic Arts Foundation. Absolutely. Uh, could, you, could you, uh, I'm, I'm curious as to, to uh, what, what's, what are the uh, mechanisms you use for identifying programming as well as funding sources like that? Because that's a source that uh, some Delaware presenters use that I, our general public may not be aware of. Oh, absolutely. We, we could not do what we do 
uh, and do it well with programming without the help of folks like Mid-Atlantic Arts or the DDOA or, you know, Grant and Aid or um, we have a local uh, local granting, uh, the Kent County Fund for the Arts. You know, we can't do it on our own. So what we do is we go out. Mid-Atlantic is amazing because they just offer up so many opportunities to bring shows in that maybe we couldn't afford on our own. So they help us out. And um, uh, this show, the Bumper Jackson, uh, were chosen because they're, they're, they're close and they're a Mid-Atlantic show. And we, I think we could really hit on the community here that doesn't really get covered, this the Americana music, the bluegrass type the you know the local the local cultural scene music and they were chosen for that um, you know but Mid Atlantic just offers so much variety and so I was looking on their website the other day you know the Church Sisters out of Virginia that's another one I'm interested in bringing in but you can get ballet you can get theater you can get live music you can get dance and so it's exciting that you have the opportunity like me as a venue, to to bring folks in that, you know, maybe from even a different, there's a, a different um, ability to bring folks in from overseas or other countries to giving, giving them the opportunity to play here that maybe I couldn't afford otherwise without mm-hmm. some help. So and, it's and, so exciting. And, and with, with that, I, we're, we're coming to an end here, but I... I would be remiss to not point out that the Mid-Atlantic Arts Foundation, like the Delaware Division of the Arts, received part of their funding from the National Endowment for the Arts. So it's it's, it's actually federal funding that trickles down to the local communities and really serves our serves our constituents here in Delaware. Oh, uh, it's a huge example of what we can do. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tracy, we're, we're coming to the end here. I want to thank you for joining us today from the Short Center and encourage our listeners to visit shortcenter.com to learn more about the programming uh, that you're doing. It's really exciting. We look forward to seeing everyone when they come to Dover. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Paul.